High school can be tough. We'll help you navigate some of the areas you need help with, including the college preparation process by providing advice for families. Every student is different and has a unique path. That's why we created this podcast. Our innovative and intentional approach builds confidence in the individual student. Listen each week to find out how students can score better on college placement tests with techniques and methods that build confidence, beat test anxiety, and identify strengths within each student. You're listening to Simply Smarter with hosts Caleb and Jill. Check out our blog at GetSmarterPrep.com for more college prep-related topics. Hey guys, welcome to the Simply Smarter podcast, podcasting from our Get Smarter Prep Leewood, Kansas location. This is the Simply Smarter podcast, where we discuss all things ACT, SAT, test prep, and college readiness. We are your hosts, Caleb and Jill. Caleb is one of our premier level tutors and the president here at Get Smarter Prep. And Jill is our amazing marketing director and wonderful mother of three. Hey, hey, that's so sweet. Thanks, Caleb. (laughs) Welcome. Yeah, it's so fun to be doing this. It is. I, I our first this. podcast. I know. Uh, it's this, great. It's been a dream for for years and years or, or months weeks. and months. Or weeks. Or weeks, maybe. <laughs> it's great. I love it. So our very first podcast, we want to talk about something really hot right now in the news, Operation Varsity Blues. Mm. Or, oh. as some of you may know it, hashtag college admission scandal, right? Yes, and it's really unfortunate. It makes me sad. There's just so much involved, so much money being thrown around, and also just students' lives that um, have been affected by this. It's crazy, right? I know. So we're really talking about um, the Operation Varsity Blue scandal, including Lori Laughlin from, of course, Full House and all of her Hallmark movies. Um, Another big celebrity, Felicity Huffman, Um, basically they paid lots of money to get their students into school. A lot of money. A lot of money. Like unbelievable chunks of change, right? Money that I have never seen in my life. Right. They were spending on getting their kid into a particular school just because they thought... This is what's going to set them up for the future. Yeah, and did it. And no, it did no, not. No, Jokes not on them, <laughs> right? People are in jail. Oh, man. What a it's terrible, horrible. terrible situation. Like, yeah. I, I just don't understand, even from that parent perspective, like, I know you want what's best for your kids, but how short-sighted is this? Yeah, exactly. Like, seriously, like, they are spending millions and millions of dollars, and now mm-hmm. they've set their kids up to fail. Like, right. They were probably setting their kids up to fail before, right? Right, right. Like, I mean, what are you instilling in your kids uh-huh. at that point, right? And some of the students didn't even apply. They I had their that. parents apply or other people apply. I mean, come on. Do you even want to be a part of this school? I, yeah, that was kind of an amusing one, right? The, right. the kid gets into Stanford, the <laughs> most selective school in the country, oh. decides to take a gap year and then still doesn't enroll the next year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do the parents tell him, like, hey, you're wasting all this money? Lots or of money. Do you yeah. just kind of move on? Right. And right? some some parents, uh, what, it was up to one and a half million dollars um, money that was thrown around. A lot a lot were like a commonly a $500,000, here you go, here's a, here's a check. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of money we're talking about. And we're also talking about lots of schools involved. So USC, Yale, UCLA, Stanford, Georgetown, Wake Forest, University of Texas at Austin, and some will say University of San Diego. They're not claiming to have been involved, yeah. but um, I think they were a, a part of it a little bit, allegedly. Um, allegedly. So lots of money, lots of schools involved, lots of kids who also had missed opportunities um, being involved in this, in this scandal. 
And of course, our beloved Lori Laughlin, aka mm. Aunt Becky. Yeah. We love Aunt Becky, right? I mean, As she's from Full House. A lot of a lot of people grew up with her. I grew up with her. Artist children of the '90s. Yes, this yes. And the Hallmark movies. I mean, who doesn't love Hallmark movies? They're so great. Right. So great. So she was dropped from all of it. Actually, yeah. I just found out this morning that she was dropped from Full, Fuller House um, season five. So that's really unfortunate. But you know, when when you do things like that, this is these are the repercussions. This is what happens. Yeah. And her daughter Olivia Jade, uh, big Instagram influencer, was also dropped by um, brands like Sephora, um, Amazon, Dolce Gabbana, Lulu's. So she was. You know, on her way uh, to becoming a big deal as well, but um, not through her school. Not, <laughs> not that route anymore. Not through her schooling. Oh, my gosh. No. So, really unfortunate. Um, a lot of people were affected by this. A lot of people lost a lot of money. Um, but they just didn't go about it the right way. At all. At all. At all. <laughs> right? Like, what else can you say? Like, holy cow. Yeah. And and the people that are kind of running this thing, like a Rick, Rick, Rick mm-hmm. Singer. Mm-hmm. How, how do you wake up one morning and decide, oh, yeah, I think I'm going to start charging people yeah. hundreds of thousands of dollars to get yeah. their kid into school at the age of, like, 51? Mm-hmm. Again, this isn't, like, some mm-hmm. kid who's making a terrible decision and right. doesn't know any better. This is a grown adult yeah. who is... Well, he was paid by up to $25 million by by yeah. all these parents. $25 yeah. million. Oh, <laughs> Over eight or nine years, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, so it's not even like over a career. Right. It's an right. unbelievable amount of money. And the things that they're getting these people on, most of the parents are, are getting charged for wire fraud and mail yeah. fraud because yep. there, there aren't a lot of other things that they can get them on. Mm-hmm. But even little things like who mails a $500,000 check <laughs> to a skeevy guy like right. Rick Singer right. or his organization. Right. And then, of course, some of them are getting uh, charged for maybe tax evasion down the uh-huh. road or... Uh, just laundering, just because they were funneling all this money through a nonprofit, right? Which is right, and so Rick he pleaded guilty crazy. to racketeering conspiracy, money laundering conspiracy to defraud the U.S. and obstruction of justice. So he is in jail. Yeah, he's done. The the thing that I think is pretty skeet. I mean, can he get any worse? Right, mm-hmm. except for now he's the one that is the informant, and in why all this is getting blown <laughs> up, right? Like they've had they've had him since September. And he's just rolling people out. He's mm-hmm. just giving them names and information and yeah, trying to get them to admit to it in text messages and whatever else. It's yeah. pretty unbelievable. Yeah. So horrible, horrible ordeal. It's still kind of trickling down. We're still kind of seeing the effects of that. And even, even I mean, we, we help students and parents prepare for college. That's what we do. Uh, we want our students to succeed. We help them uh, prepare for the ACT, SAT mainly. Um, but our parents are feeling some anxiety They are as well, which is, it's sad because we just, we want to help our students. We want them to su- succeed as, as best as we can. Um, but even our parents who we, who we're working with locally have felt the effects of this, of this scandal. Yeah. I, I feel like there's, there's a big, Swing. When, when, whenever anything like this happens, I feel like we as a society and culture, we, we make this decision to completely disavow it, which we absolutely should. Mm-hmm. But then we swing to the completely opposite side. So right. even, even an organization similar to Get Smarter Prep uh, recently came out with a statement and kind of just talked about like how they don't condone any of this. Clearly, no right. decent human does. No. But then they kind of swung to the other side and just kind of talked about how what they do is just 
just like what students do in high school, and it's just a supplement piece and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And again, we just know that the test is just different than what students are learning in school, and it's intentional, right? Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Wouldn't it be silly if it was exactly the same thing as school? Like, why would it exist? Right. It shouldn't. Right. It was, it was, yeah, built by psychologists. It's right. a psychometric test. Right. It's not going to be the same as you see as a high school student taking a test in English class. Yeah. Or math class. It, whatever it is. And, and again, you just need to approach things differently. And there are so many amazing skills that students gain by preparing for the ACT or SAT or mm -hmm. GRE or GMAT or else. The correct or way. The correct way. <laughs> Thank Not you. having their tutor take the test for them, right. perhaps. <laughs> right. I mean, they have to do the heavy lifting. Right. They have to be able to create those new neural pathways and be able to think in a different way. Mm -hmm. uh, it, what we focus on is th that creative piece and the critical thinking and being able to just... Mm -hmm adjust to the expectations just like anything in life or in right. school or whatever else right and we have our curriculum we have our set curriculum that we go by uh you know and we do we expect the students to show up for their study session for their class to put in the work to do their homework to come to office hours when they can um, to really apply themselves so that when they get to that test date they are prepared and they're taking the test. They are ready. They feel prepared. We've done time drills. We've done different strategies so that they are ready for the test that day. Absolutely. And, and I feel like that is half the battle is just being prepared mm -hmm. and knowing like, Hey, I've got this right. I, I've had so many parents over the years tell me that it doesn't really matter what the scores are. They just don't want their kid freaking out and having that anxiety <laughs> about the test for months and months and months yeah. and just like, dwelling on it, right? Mm -hmm. Students have so much going on in their lives already. I hear from students constantly yeah. that are sleeping two hours a night, oh my going into school the next yeah. day, and they're just freaking out. Junior year's tough already. Like, yeah. we're throwing Sports, this extra test at them. Academics, oh, right. now this big test, social, right? yes. Yeah, musicals, yes. plays, whatever it may be. Yeah. It, Maybe just relaxing for a minute. Eh, I don't know. Not very often. <laughs> Maybe spring break. Yeah, right, right. right. Hopefully some... Hopefully some students got some sleep this past week. Right. right? I hope so. Eesh. I can tell you, relating back to the uh, our Operation Varsity Blues scandal, I had to laugh because Lori Laughlin, a.k.a. Aunt Becky's daughter, Olivia Jade, was abruptly um, taken from her Bahama trip, her wow. spring break. She was on a yacht in, in the Bahamas, and, and that was cut short. So it's very unfortunate that the scandal broke out in the middle of her <laughs> wonderful spring break, but... Such is life. Such is life. Oh, <laughs> I can wow. tell you I wasn't on a yacht in the Bahamas. I was last not week. either. I was not either. Oh well. Did what do you think about so I feel like a lot of the focus are on these celebrities mm -hmm. and because celebrities are, are icons here in the yeah. US, right? Yeah. But what about like these coaches that are so really the, the, they're the voice, they're the, the the key person to the university, right? Yeah. That a lot of these these families were taking advantage of and mm -hmm. they were just making these terrible decisions collecting raking in the money of course right. well but they're all fired so they're all fired bad choices that is rough <laughs> and now charged for other things right right, right. yikes yeah but, yeah, but I, think, I feel like that's flying under the radar and then the students themselves mm -hmm. so i have a, i have mixed feelings about the students mm -hmm. i don't the know the students who are currently enrolled yeah. that were part of the scandal yeah, that were part of the scandal uh -huh. so i think they kind of fall into three different categories one there's the kids who like clearly knew because they had somebody else go take the test and they're right? bragging about it right yeah yeah that that's I don't have much sympathy for those kids, no. right? No. But then there were there were some other kids who would literally uh, 
they, they had no idea. They'd go in and actually take the test. They thought they were going to get like a 24 or 25 on the mm-hmm. ACT, and then they'd get a 30, like mm-hmm. magically. Wow. Wow, that's impressive. That is and, <laughs> and everybody wants to think that they're going to do their best, right? Right. But I wish there was just a little bit more self-awareness in mm-hmm. there. Those are the kids, though, that I feel a little bit bad for. Of course. I, 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 the parents have just hidden so much from them. Um, that, that's just tough to, to know kind of where that line right. was and how much they actually knew, right? Yeah. What about the kids who, this is maybe like their second or third year, and they think that maybe they're getting away with it, and then now what happens to them? Are yeah. they, you know, do they continue to go to school? It looks pretty bad on their part if they continue to go to school Clearly. and finish and get their degree from there. But Absolutely. Have and they put in the work? There. Have they? I mean, did they start as freshmen, or did they put in that work, or... Did their parents get them in and like they're they're doing good or were they going for the parties right, and for the social right, scene right. like some of them have admitted right so it's a mixed bowl it's I mean there's a yeah, mix of of, of everyone but um, yeah it's 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 an interesting story and we just thought it would be you know such a great um, intro to our podcast to kind of talk about it's it's just it's right there it's in your face every day you turn your computer on and it's there um, but we kind of want to bring it back around to what exactly we do, because we do feel like um, it's such a hot topic. And what is that line between what do you do for your kids? And, you know, what do you offer them? Or what do you do for them? Right? So we've talked about, you know, you can put in the work and, and, you know, parents will obviously more than likely pay for this, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But what does that realistically look like here, here in Kansas City, in the Kansas City Metro or throughout the nation? Sure. The first thing I actually want to address, if it's okay, mm-hmm. if it's all right, do it, is the idea. Again, these resources. A lot of the families that we work with are middle class or upper middle class mm-hmm. or upper class, right? But it doesn't doesn't mean that students at in lower class or middle lower class mm-hmm. are not getting great services and opportunities. We we've been serving the community as much as we possibly can throughout right. Kansas City and even beyond. We're working with some rural schools in Missouri. Mm-hmm. So there are there are resources for students who choose to take advantage of them. Uh, even our scholarship that we offer each year like yeah, we've worked with some Casey K kids. We've worked with a lot of really great students who are really dedicated and really really want to do their best and, right. and college is their end goal, right? But what we offer here at Get Smarter Prep, that was the actual question, ding, 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 ding was, uh, so, so we offer different uh, prep options for, for ACT or SAT, uh, where we can kind of partner with a student and make sure we're targeting their goals. Mm-hmm. So the best place to begin is always with our free practice tests. Right. Right. Like Full length. Full length. Practice Actual re- retired exam. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that we're, we're doing what's right for the student. ACT or SAT. Or both. Or both. And then we'll actually have a, a sit-down conversation with, with the student and the family. We, we want to make sure everybody's in, engaged and involved so that we can clearly communicate like what this test is about, kind of put aside some of those anxieties that maybe the student is feeling, and just kind of clear up all that misinformation that's out there, right? We, live, yeah. we sometimes call it the parent echo chamber, where there's just <laughs> all this information out there, and 90% of it is wrong. So much information. <laughs> so we want to make sure that we are, are kind of clearing up those misconceptions and making sure we're doing really what's what's best for the student mm-hmm. and the family. Kind of streamlining it. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Exactly. This is, what, this is what the information is out there. This is what you need to know. Yeah, absolutely. Well, actually, it kind of goes on a much larger scale. One of my favorite things that I did this past year was I, I went to a local high school mm-hmm. and I met with all of the staff and faculty, administration, everybody, and tried to get us all rowing in the same direction, right? right like those right. those students are, could be hearing six different things mm-hmm. from six different respected teachers or 
administration. Hey, I hear the April test is easier than the September test. <laughs> Take that is one. Is that true? <laughs> or my favorite. It's certain schools say the June test is the easy one because that's when the athletes take it. Oh. oh. Not true for the record. Just kidding. Right? Maybe it's we'll not... have a Mythbusters edition oh, sometime. On the next episode. Next episode. <laughs> so that could be kind of fun. But so, I, I so like it. we always start with that. And I'm going to tell you, that's mm-hmm. free for everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody, like anybody in the metro area, can anybody who can drive. Do I want to take <laughs> right, it? That's, that's the, the question. question. <laughs> I'll let the students take it. How about that? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's a good idea. Good idea. So once we have those, those scores and that data, then we can help the family make good decisions for their particular situation. Mm-hmm. Again, so I feel like so many people jump right into prep mm-hmm. and they have no idea how they're doing. And then they have no way to measure like their right. success. Right. But right? I've taken five tests, right? I have lots of practice. On your own? Or are they practice tests? Are they half the length? Are I've, they... <laughs> I've got a 25 on every single test, though. <laughs> oh, yes. Right. Right. Yeah, we see that a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's kind of painful. So we want to make sure that we are retargeting. And we have course options. And when I say courses, I'm not talking 25 kids in a class. I'm talking mm-hmm. like five or six in Small most cases. Classes. Right. Yeah. So... We, we want to make sure we're targeting what's right for each mm-hmm. student. And that starts from, you know, anywhere from a, a 14, right? I mean, we've seen kids who have low ACT scores, like yeah. 13, 14, um, all the way 12. up to, yeah, even sure. 11 or 12. I mean, I mean, it is what it is. All the way up to 31, 34, 35. 35. They just want that perfect right. ACT score. Yeah. So we're, there's, a, there's really a mix of everyone, and we offer something for everyone, whether that's um, through our courses, uh, through semi-private tutoring, through one-on-one private tutoring. So there is something for everyone at every stage um, of that ACT, SAT um, test. Yeah, absolutely. And and the thing I want to kind of put out there, and again, sometimes sometimes we think of this as too much, as it's related too much to school, and you can't review three and a half years worth of math mm-hmm. in a short time frame. And yeah. that is true. Yeah. But you can easily prepare for the ACT or SAT and what's tested in the math section Mm -hmm. in six hours of class time and a lot of time on your own. Right. But like probably another 15 hours on your own practicing the new strategies and Mm -hmm. ideas because it's not about math in a lot of cases. It's about how to approach these math related concepts on this particular Mm -hmm. test. Secrets. It's kind of fun. Yes. That's nerdy. You're telling us your your ACT I'm nerding out over here. Secrets. I love it. (laughs) So again, it it it, there's opportunities for improvement no matter where you are on the scale. Mm -hmm. Uh, We had a student who actually won our scholarship last year. Yes, Annabelle. Uh, Annabelle. Yes, she was delightful. She was. She actually had been told by someone at school that she could not improve her score anymore. Like it just wasn't even doable. Isn't that? It's just weird. Right? That's and, really and she had sad. a great score. She, she was starting off with a 25, mm-hmm. but she wound up with a 32 after yeah. just five weeks. Yeah. That's, and, and we hammered that's it. That's crazy. We, yeah. got, we got after it, yeah. right? We but met she twice was focused. a week for those five weeks. She was focused. Focused. She did her work. She was a sponge. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. She followed direction like yeah. almost no other student ever. Like yeah. it, was, it was fantastic. Yeah. But she saw a huge improvement in a right. short time frame. Right. And it's not that she had gotten quote unquote smarter mm-hmm. in that time frame, mm-hmm. right? Smarter gets smarter. <laughs> but she was just able to kind of look at things differently mm-hmm. and take the test for what it was and approach it in a way that made sense for it. Right. 
Right. So, I love that story. Yeah, me It's too. one of my favorites, me actually. Too. And now she can go, you know, her her possibilities are opened up to oh so gosh. many different colleges, universities, instead of just, you know, a handful of, you know, these certain colleges. But And scholarship money. Yes. Holy yes, cow. Yeah. The difference between a 25 and a 32 for right. money? Right. That's a win. Yeah. That's huge. That's huge. Absolutely. So what about, what about supplemental help? Mm-hmm. We offer, we also offer office hours each week. Yep. Kind of like in college. We're trying, what are trying office to hours? Can yeah. you tell me? <laughs> I could do that, Jill. <laughs> so we offer office hours modeled off after like what students will see in college where mm-hmm. professors have these times where students can just come in and ask questions, mm-hmm. kind of get help on homework or... Maybe there's just a key concept. So how much more are those get. office hours? What do they cost? Nothing. Oh, really? If you're enrolled, they're absolutely free. Okay. And we host them twice a week on Tuesday evenings and on Saturdays where students can just get that extra help, work on time drills. Yeah. I'll tell you. I know you know this, Jill, mm-hmm. but did, you out there, did you know that like roughly 95% of students have troubles with timing of the ACT? Yeah, obviously. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, why did they build a test that nobody can finish? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but they on have. purpose right on purpose because it's just a weird exam so again if we can help students kind of master that piece and figure mm-hmm. out a pace that's right for them it, it can go a really long way on the test awesome so. awesome all right well i think that kind of wraps it up a little bit um there's so many other options uh for podcasts in the future and we're really excited to continue this um with just lots of different topics all kind of circling around the ACT, SAT, um, and studying how to get smarter here at Get Smarter Prep. And, um, you know, it it really kind of wraps it up around this whole Operation Varsity Blues. If you do it the wrong way, um, you're, gonna, you're either going to get busted or you're not going to get a good grade. You're not going to get a good score. Um, but if you do it the right way, um, things will really click for you. And, you know, you can go in there and have confidence and and do your best and, and good feel... Sense of accomplishment. Yes. Yeah, like you're, you're doing it the right way and really feel um, good about yourself. So um, that's, that's awesome. That's kind of what we wanted to talk about in our first podcast. And do you have anything else, Kate? Caleb? Not right now. I, I'm looking forward to this, Me too. this kind of journey. Me I mean, too. we're going to have some really fun things, kind of thinking outside the box, kind of getting into some of the basic strategies mm-hmm. and that, that can really help a student. Just simple, simple things go f- improve one or two points like yeah. if they just follow it. Yeah. So I, I'm really excited more to about come. that. More to come. It's kind of awesome. Thanks so much for listening, guys. I hope you have a great day and more to come with our Simply Smarter podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Simply Smarter Podcast with Caleb and Jill. If you like our show and want to know more, please check out our website, GetSmarterPrep.com, or subscribe to this podcast. Join us next week when we talk about what a good ACT score really is. I love that topic. I can't wait for it, Jill. (laughs) See you next week.